NBA Australia, how are you going? Are you right? I hope so. Because your mate Jim isn't. <laughs> That's right. Nor is Kelly Oubre. Anyway, this is NBA Australia. How are you going? I hope you're all right. This is Monday, November 13, all day. I am James Clemens. I'm the editor of a good website called CodeBet. Go check that out at codebet.com.au. You can also see my ugly mug on Fox Sports Lab NBA, CodeBet Daily, Fox Sports Lab NFL, all the good stuff. I'm uh, holed up here in Larry Armour Studios. Uh, Larry Armour is back to his uh, Larry Rama Armour. Rama, there you go, best. The diabetic dog costing you an arm and a leg. He's back to his normal old annoying self. <laughs> Sounds good. Big weekend to talk about. Kelly Oubre got fucking hit by a car. James Harden derailed the Clippers. I broke my finger. We've got some weekend winners and losers for you. We're going to NBA Australia. We're going to fly through all the game wraps today because uh, I can't type. I'll get to that in a second. But, yeah, it's not going great. Uh, we've got That's Not a Knife, All Mate, No Mate, Spot of the Night, Better Lonzo Ball. We've got Dickhead of the Weekend. There's some year Nas. There's the Unpopular Opinion of the Day. And there's our back take house. We were serving up a flame grill take. And in uh, honor of the duop, the Grim Reefer, the Great Barrier Reef himself in his debut, we're going to Andrew Gay's Great Mumbra World, but also a great moment in NBA Australia stat history. How good's that? It's a twofer for the people. Uh, we'll pick and preview all the games for tomorrow as well. And uh, should we finish up with a deli review? I don't know. May as well. <laughs> Got nothing better to do. Jeez. Let's get into it. Episode 983 of NBA Australia. Hey, we're doing tins for the 1,000? Let us know. If you want to come drink some tins, we'll do a live show for 1,000. Give us a shout. All right. Let's go. This is Joe Ingalls. And you're listening to NBA Australia. Oh, here we go. Watch out for the shark attack. You better, or at least if you're Kelly Oubre, you better watch out for, I don't know, fucking distract the drivers. Jesus. Uh, let's start today's show the way we start every show here at NBA Australia with the daily. <laughs> yeah, right there, Kelly Oubre. Broken ribs and an assortment of bruises and cuts. He got hit by a car in Philly. He's going to miss significant time, obviously, because that's fucking got clipped by and traveling at high speeds, walking near his house. Get off your fucking phone. What are you doing? America is actually terrifying. Um, if you wander around in just the States, as probably isn't your want, there's not too many of the good old walking cities in the States. There's a couple. but Just have a look, and there's so many motherfuckers on their phones. It's like one of the random things we do okay here in Australia is like actually enforce road rules. <laughs> They're impinging upon my freedom. All right, settle down, dickheads. I don't want to drive 45. It's like, all right, just mow down some more pedestrians, you fucking psychos. Uh, anyway, American's crazy. Cali Oubre, look, to escape with what he did is fucking awesome, so good job by him. Uh, in other injury news, yeah, I've broken my finger. So today's show is going to be a bit off the uh, cuff because I can't really write or type much because it's my, bit, my right pointer finger, man. <laughs> you know how hard it is to fucking type with, like, the three other fingers on your fucking right hand 
Your left hand's all right, obviously, but Jesus. And every time you can't bump it or anything or else, it fucking sends a you know, happy little shooting pain because you got a broken fucking finger. I'll tell you what, playing pub cricket when you're my age, juice. Juice. <laughs> okay. I will be all right. But six weeks. Got the splint out. It's looking pretty gnarly. Anyway. Uh, yeah, put me on injured reserve, coach. Uh, anyway, other news. Taylor Jenkins got fined 25K for calling it absolute hog shit for the refs the other day. That was good. I enjoyed that. Scoot Henderson is officially out with another, uh, that's the injury report. Two to three more weeks with an ankle sprain and bone bruise. So that ankle he hurt. A little bit tougher because it's the bone bruise. So that takes a little bit longer to get over. And it sucks. So hopefully Scoot can get back soon. But at the same time, it does give us a little bit more uh, of some random looks, you know, at the rest of this bizarre, 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 strange Portland Trailblazers uh, team, including Aussie Matty T, Matisse Tybel, just out there crushing it, getting millions of minutes. The other little bit of news is that piece of shit Miles Bridges is uh, returning to the NBA. Oh, we suspended his, uh, he had a 30-game sentence, man, but 20 of them counted as played last year. He wasn't on a roster, you dickheads. Oh, that, uh, we're just, nah, it's all good. Fuck off. I don't know, man. Uh, I'm just not vibing on domestic violence, you know? He's being accused of throwing fucking billiard balls and shit at a vehicle with the kids inside them and just fucking just... He just seems like a giant piece of shit, so fuck Miles Bridges. <laughs> Simple as that. Uh, the other good stuff as well. We have an awesome weekend winners and losers because James Harden just delivered an all-time loser weekend for us. And the Warriors are stinking as well. So it's kind of fun to talk about stuff when a couple of big-name teams and superstars are struggling. So let's do some game raps. Game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps, game raps. Game raps. Game wraps, that's right. The game wraps from the weekend. We are going to fly through these. Uh, there were some real, real belters. So, Saturday, you cast your mind back. That was the NBA Cup. Uh, even old mate. So, I think I mentioned this after the first weekend. She's like, wow, some of those ones look pretty good. I sort of went through, I was watching, I watched, you know, every game. Uh, Jim, how's, uh, how's everything on your weekends? Are you just watching basketball? Yes. Yes, I am. Deal with it. How's your wife feel about that? Not great. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, Sixers beat the Pistons 114-106. Embiid and Maxi had Siggity 2. Uh, Pistons, I kind of thought they could push this Sixers team at least a little bit with all the size, and they kind of did. The Sixers, though, just kicked him in the dick in the third quarter, 35-21, to smashed him and ran away with it. Hornets beat the Wizards 124-117. I picked this one uh, pretty nicely, pretty neatly. Wizards had a really good bounce back. They were down early in this one and then sort of just rode a big, big, big fourth quarter uh, to a handy win. LaMelo had the 25, 6, and 6. The big one for me was Mark Williams had 24 fucking rebounds in this game. 24! That's heaps! How many is it, Jim? Hoops! 21 and 24 he had. 21 points, 24 rebounds. What a legend. I have a lot of time for Mark Williams. You watch him and you're like... Ah. He's got a bit of Gumby about him, but he had 15 offensive rebounds in that game, which is just psychotic. It also just shows you that I think the Wizards have quit already. 14 points on 14 shots for Landry Poole. Ah, Landry Poole. Landry Shamwow and, of course, Jordan Poole. Uh, not great, Bob. Not great. Boston unveiled their court. It's pretty green. I don't know about you, but I still think with a bunch of these courts, 
If you want to really differentiate these NBA Cup games, let's change the color of the ball. You couldn't use the fucking bright green Mountain Dew ones and the Boston one, but you could definitely go like a red one. Or the ABA ball. The ABA ball would look fucking awesome on that all green Boston court. Let's go. Anyway, Celtics won that 121-107 over Brooklyn. Brooklyn, no Ben Simmons at the moment. Box Hill Benny with his uh, smashed back. Maya Jama did some damage to that man, I'll tell you. Uh, outside of that, Cam Johnson's at least back, but this team will have games where they just go, no one's going to make shots, man. And then Lonnie Walker's like, hello. It's like, yeah, we. anyone who matters. And he's like, hello. Away we go. Jalen Brown at 23 in that one. 23 for Tatum. The extreme zinger meal. The extreme zinger meal. Was not extreme. He was not supercharged. Supercharged zinger burger. Yeah, 9, 2, and 2. <laughs> Brutal. They went 19-52 from downtown of that game, the Celtics. They just kicked the shit out of them. The Rockets! God, they're fun. I hate it because I hate Dylan Brooks. But we might talk about this in winners and losers. There's something about this Rockets team. They ran right over the top of the Pelicans in the fourth quarter in this one after giving up the ghost, being down. Spindlezinger around 31. Shangoon is on a fucking tear. It looks like Diet Joker, you know? It's like Joker if you ordered him from Wish. But it's like not that bad. He was awesome in this game. 24 and 8 with three assists, a block. God, he's good. Fred Van Vliet had 20. Jalen Green was unreal in that game too. And they just ran over the top of the Pelicans. Zion had 24 and 8, but just not enough going there for the Pelicans. They're in a hint of bother. I'll talk about them later. The Yaz beat the Grizzlies 127-121. Larry, that's a girl's name. Mark had 26. Desmond Bain at 37. This had the Grizzlies at 1-8 and eight until today, and it uh, wasn't looking good. The Wolves beat the Spurs. <laughs> it was Wembanyama versus his good friend, Rudy Gobert. It was a battle of the Frenchman. Both of them did not run away, as you might expect. 11-10 uh, for Rudy, and the 29-9-4 with four blocks for Wemby. Not bad, bro. Not bad. Devin Vassell is back as well. He nailed six threes in that game. He had 29. Uh, that's just good tanking by the Spurs, though. They dropped to three and six after that one. Wolves kept rolling. That was a big win. Also a big win. The Mavericks absolutely shit pumping the Clippers. 144-126. What pow! What a game. This was awesome. Mavericks controlled this from the get-go. They put a 47-point second quarter on them. The Clippers scored 18 points. Luca just fucking ate them up. He had 44-6-6. Yeah, I think he's not bad, that Luke blow. Harden was horrible. 14 points. Rusty wasn't very good, 14 points. They're just not very good. Even Kawaii. <laughs> he had 26 in this one, but just like, oh, I fucking hate playing with these blokes. This sucks. Paul George is like, I can't hit a shot. <laughs> he had eight in that one. Uh, 27 for Kyrie. Luca, the 44. 17 for Hardaway, the lesser. They are, we'll talk about again later, but they're fun. They're really fun. The Lakers beat the Suns in a battle. Of KD and LeBron. Loved it. Second time in a couple of weeks we got this. Uh, KD at 38-9-5. But the Lakers win it. 32 for uh, LeBron. 11 rebounds, 6 assists. 18-11-4 for uh, Anthony Davis. 19-9 for D'Lo. Not bad. But really, really, who's it all going to? It was a bit of Cam Reddish. With the game sort of sealer almost. They put him up five with about a minute to go. Pretty bloody good. And uh, 
it was just nice that Cam Reddish, you know, had that bounce back after missing the game loser last weekend. So very nice. But the Lakers, at least that got, that was a big win, to be honest, for the Lakers because they won again today against Portland to get them back to 500. The Suns are in a little bit of spurt of bother. Just shame, just shame. Uh, but good win, 122-119. The Suns court, it was pretty interesting. Didn't mind that one. Had a little bit going for it. The Spurs court, BT dubs, I loved it. I think Matty O messaged me. He was like, what the fuck is going on with this? It's like I'm on Ayahuasca. I'm like Aaron Rodgers. It's like, yeah, but I kind of like it. <laughs> it looks sweet. And then the last one of the NBA Cup was the Kings beating the Thunder. Did not like this. 105-98. SGA had 33. Kevin fucking out the Ginger Ninja. Had 28. Keegs Murray, he had 24. 17, 13, and 13 for the Suvlaki King Tomatoes Sabonis. And the Thunder just couldn't do anything about it. 12 points on 12 shots for Chet, 14 for Jalen, 13, 4, and 5 for Giddy Up. Dort couldn't do much. Isaiah Joe and Casey Wells off the bench, not much there either. The Thunder will just throw in a stinker every so often. It's just because they're a young team. So you can't get worried about it. It did worry me a little bit more that it came against the Kings. And you're like, all right, we're going to let Keegan Murray off the chain? Hmm. Just file that away for later. Yesterday's games, the Bucks got absolutely straight fucking killed. So he got straight killed. By the Orlando Magic Men. God, I love the Magic. Giannis had 35, 10, and 7. Palo Bancaro with the 26 and 12. He played awesome in this game. Franz Wagner, hello, was also very good too. Really fun game. I watched a bunch of this one. Uh, Franz with the 24, 6, and 3. 20 for Suggs. He's a weapon. And Mo Wagner and his big fucking stupid pumpkin head. 19 too. Jingles, just continuing his streak of, uh, hey, Jingles, what did you do today? Did you hit one shot? Yeah, you know it, bloke. It's like, all right, thanks for coming, Joe. Um, elsewhere, yeah, the Raptors get absolutely curb stomped by the Celtics, 117-94. Joey Muzz out there fucking getting coaches' challenges up 20-something with four minutes to go. It's like, all right, Joey Muzz, you're just taking the piss. Oh, I love you, man. Do you want to watch the town? I fucking love you, man. Hey, watch me call this challenge, Jason. I love you, man. He also left Tatum and Brown in a lot longer than he probably should have, just saying. Uh, but, yeah, the Raptors got absolutely demolished right in that one. So he got straight killed. Uh, the Heat beat the Hawks, 117-109. Bam was unreal, 26-17. and 17. This is like one of those weird matchups where the, the Heaters always sort of beat the Heat, like always. Uh, if I was to bring it up on code bet, you'd sort of look at the uh, matchup history and be like, Jesus, when do they ever boot him? And then you're like, well, sometimes in this, it's like this is a bit of revenge, I guess, for the, uh, well, not revenge, because the Heat won it. Uh, but it's a rematch of the playing game last year. So Trey had 27, 23 for DeJunte, and what, 15 for Bogdan Bogdanovich, and very little else for your Atlanta Hawks. Uh, I'd like to have a beer with Duncan Robinson. He's alive. That's kind of nice. He went 1 of 10 from 3 in that one. Now, if you had him in fantasy, like me, you'd be like, Jesus, you're killing me, Dunks. And he popped off again today, so it was all right. Jaime Hockey has played his ass off in this game too. 8 of 17 for 20 points. God, he's fun to watch. Uh, no Jimmy Butler in this one. No problems, which was a big surprise. Haywood Highsmith played like he shot like shit, but he's just kind of everywhere. Bam led from the front with 26, 17 and 4. That's a big win for the Heat over uh, a division rival. Uh, what else happened yesterday? The Cleveland, that's right. Cleveland! Cavaliers and Draymond got into it and it was fun as fuck. Donovan Mitchell's like, I will fight you. I I'm not afraid of you, you dick-punching lunatic. Fuck off, Draymond. And everyone's like, yeah, tell him to fuck off. Jared Allen literally laughed in Draymond's face. Like, you know when you're washed, when everyone's just like, fuck off, idiot. 
God, I'm sick of your shit. What are you going to do? Kick me in the nuts again? You're such a fuckhead, Draymond. Eight, five, and four for, before Draymond got tossed. He got the retroactive technical. It was pretty funny. Even Steve Kerr's like, fuck, I've never seen that before. It's pretty funny, though. Uh, 13 for Wiggins. 14 for Thompson. 30 for Steph Curry. <laughs> Not much else elsewhere. This is the moment where you're like, wow, they're, they're looking pretty good with Chris Paul. And it's like, yeah, but remember when they'd have someone to just come in off the bench and just light up in the name of Jordan Poole? They really need Kaminga and Moses Moody, 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 to step up and just give him that scoring punch. Uh, Podensky actually kind of did a little bit today late. They'd actually uh, nearly stolen the game out of nowhere. But it'd just be nice if we go, we'd just be like, all right, yeah, okay, I'll... I'll just kick it into gear. Or if Clay Thompson wasn't completely fucking cooked, which he is. This was a big win by Cleveland on the road in Golden State. Donnie Mitchell only goes for 21 on 7 to 22 shooting, but it's my sweet baby Karis Levert going absolutely nuclear off the bench from 22 and 5 with four steals. Five steals for Darius Rucker, Judy Garland. He had the 19, 6 and 4. 19 for Mobley. And they just outmuscled them. Like the second quarter, they put him to the sword. <laughs> the Warriors bounce back as they always do and then it's fucking just like a one point game going to the fourth and Cleveland just rode over the top of them it was a really really heartening win for Cleveland fans and uh, a bit of a worrisome one if you're a Warriors backer but just saying and then today's games starting at 4am uh, I was actually up at this uh, hour because I have a broken fucking finger and uh, moved slightly in the night and went oh god that hurt <laughs> it sucked uh, and I'm like, fuck, the NFL hasn't even started yet. Anywho, uh, the Hornets lost in Madison Square Garden, 129-107. LaMelo had 32-7-6. The Nets beat the Wizards, 102-94, held them off down the stretch. Good game by Bilal Koulibaly, though. 20 points for him. Looking handy. Looking handy. Went 4-7 from deep. Four steals. Uh, but the 27 from Mikael Bridges. Cam Johnson had 14 they're just getting a little bit of something from everywhere at the moment. And as they shot 37% and won this game because they were playing the Wizards. It's an amazing stat line. It's horrible. That 18 turnovers and won the game. Why is that? Oh, they're playing the Wizards. And what else? Where the Grizzlies beat the Clippers in hilarious fashion. Uh, they were kicking the shit out of them. Clippers came flying back and Harden sank him again. Clippers are not going great. We'll get to that in a minute in the uh, winners and losers. But Dutchman Bain at 27. Paul George bounced back and at 26, 7 and 7 as well. But no, just James Harden was bad. Pacers couldn't keep up with the Sixers. 126, 137. Tyrese Maxey goes for 50. 50! Yep, he's going to get talked about again in a second. Uh, the Pistons couldn't keep up with the Bulls either. 108, 119. Vooch had 21 and 12. It's like you watch this. Chicago team. You're like, all right, DeMar's got 29. He had one rebound and one assist and four blocks. DeMar's just fucking weird. 19 for Zachy Cakes, Adam Levine. Kobe. Kobe White had 16 as well, but I mean, you're playing Detroit. <laughs> Orsar Thompson had 16 rebounds. It's all he does. He's incredible. He had nine points and it was a minus 19. Cade Cunningham, 10, 3, and 5. Only one turnover. You'll take that with Cade, but the 4 15 shooting really fucking hurts. Tough one. Look, good win for the Bulls. To get to four and six. Detroit dropped to two and nine. That's okay. They're not out here to win. The Rockets are. Their 107, 104 win over the Nuggets was unreal. Nikola Jokic, hello, had 36, 21, and 11. Piss off. That's just stupid. Like, what are we doing here? 
Ah, oh, God, that's good. So there was a stat line of the uh, 2010 with a made three and a block. I think it's like uh, Chris Webb has done it before. And Bam Adebayo had done it up until they took away his uh, rebound. They dropped him under 20. And Nikola Jokic saw that and said, and I took that personally. And he just went out and did it. 36, 21, and 11 with a block, two made threes. Fuck you. Like, get out of here. That's not fair. Thing is, the Rockets won. Because Shengun again, was awesome. Did his fucking budget Joker impersonation. 23, 8, and 5. 26 for Fred Van Vliet of the fighting Van Vliet's. And just like enough from El Jefe Green against his old team. A bit of revenge! 15 points for the old man Jefe. You love that. Jabari Smith. God, I wouldn't mind seeing him play on a team that actually knows how to use him probably. 8 and 7 for there. Jalen Green couldn't hit the side of a fucking barn. Didn't matter. Great win for the Rockets. Absolutely awesome. This was the sort of game where you're like, yeah. Yeah. Starting Reggie Jackson has its limits. And uh, starting and having a bunch of really young dudes come off our bench also. Not that ideal. And it's really like Jeff Green was like, yeah, I took that personally very much so. Uh, what else do we have? We had the Mavericks kick the crap out of the Pelicans. They were the Pelicans today, 136-124. Kyrie and Luca went off for, uh, what was it, 65 combined, I believe. The Mavs, I will talk about them, but God, they are fucking teams up. They really are, and the Pelicans are just a mess. Uh, the Heaters beat the Spurs in a rematch of the 2013 and 14 NBA Finals. 118-113. Josh Richardson. They had to hold them off as well. But the Heat just keep rolling. Butler came back for this one. 24-11-6 for Bam. He is sh- just shitting on dudes. 26, though, as I mentioned. I like to have a beer with Duncan Robinson. Came back, kicked some ass. Loved it. Good bounce back. Three fascinating ones to finish off. The Thunders. 111-99 beat the piss out of the Suns. What? Yeah, they did. That's right. KD against his old, old, old team. Remember when he used to play for the Thunder? My beloved Seattle Supersonics? Yeah. It's a long time ago now. Fuck, we're all 35 for SGA, 10, 6, and 10 for Giddy. 28 for KD, 9, 4 as well. Brad Beal, 0 of 5 from downtown. Thanks for coming, Bradley. 15 points on 18 shots. Blah! Unbelievable. The Suns. KD really is just going to be sitting there going, oh, why did I want to get traded here? It's like, oh, yeah, Booker. He had a little, nice little run there, but he did always used to get hurt. Then the Wolves beat the Warriors in Golden State, 116-110. Ant-Man fucking shredded 33 for him, 38 for Steph. Ant-Man destroyed Dario the homie Sarich. Uh, and, of course, the Los Angeles Lakers... The Lakers beat the Blazers, 116-110. <laughs> to get the Lakers 5-5, five and five, Blazers dropped to 3-6. and six. Awesome game. The Grim Reefer himself, the Great Barrier Reef, came up with, I think, the fourth best NBA debut for an Aussie all time. God, he was good. Fuck, it was fun. Uh, to go quickly back to that Wolves game, 21 for Cat with 14 rebounds, 10-10 and 10 for Gobert. It was the fact that Nikki Alexander-Walker, Naz Reed, uh, Jalen McDaniels, they all had, you know, double figures as well. So you've got seven, what's that? No, six dudes in double figures. Jalen McDaniels is just like hanging around, causing havoc. Same with Naz Reed. And the Warriors, it's like, well, we've got 38 from Steph. Can anybody else step up? It's like, nah, man, don't know if I can do it. Draymond's like, I'm going to be yelling at everybody all the time and then Ant-Man's actually going to win the game. Thanks for coming, Draymond. And as a team, they shot 
A lot of that's to do with the Wolves' defense. A lot of it is to do with Johnny Cumbucket Kaminga just going, oh, I don't know how to play basketball. 10 points and 11 shots for him. Moses Moody goes one of six. If you've got your two young dudes combining to shoot three of 17, Jesus. And Wigo being in foul trouble, you're going to get cooked. The Warriors have dropped to six and five. They're one and three at home now. That's chaos, considering I don't know if they lost three games at home all season last year. The Wolves, seven and two. God, that's good. And yeah, as mentioned, that last game, the Lakers beat the Blazers, 116. Anthony Davis had 30, 13, and six. Reach for the Skylar Maze. Oh, I love him. 15 points, 12 assists. Shaden Sharp, 19. 23 for Jeremy Grant, but doesn't matter. DeAndre Ayton, continually getting outplayed by our man. Duop Reef, 11, 3, and 3. Legendary gear. He took eight threes in 14 minutes. What a fucking legend. God, that's cool. No LeBron for the Lakers either. They started Rui Hachimura in his place. He had 19, so good stuff. Let's do some weekend winners and losers. Oh, he's got to press the button first. That's how you do it, Jim. Oh, my God. I won. I won. (laughs) Recapping our day's top story, the winner of today's state lottery is me, Kent Brockman. Can we get a shot of me? There you go. There you go. In other news. uh, Tragic mix-up in Cleveland. Many people killed. Uh, The weekend winner is the Philadelphia 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6s. They are curb-stomping teams. Absolutely curb-stomping them. They have the second-best point differential in the league. Maxi had 50. But the real reason they're weekend winners is that they've got Tyrese Maxi dropping 50 in a win, which was their eighth straight. But most importantly, they can look out west and go, what's going on over there with the Clippers? Oh, is James Harden being a shithead? Amazing! And Daryl Morey's just hiding his head going, uh, what's happening? What? No? What's? No, it's just... No, I, I, I was never in love with James Harden. What are you talking about, man? No, 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 no. You must be thinking of some other Daryl Morey. <laughs> like, they're just going to be like, man, that feels like a bullet dodged. Uh, the Celtics, obviously, the same vibe. They have the best point differential in the league right now. Uh, they've won their two on the trot. They're 7-2, and two, just behind the Sixers at 8-1. and one. But the way they beat Toronto was freaking impressive. And Joey Muzz, what a weekend winner. Calling up ch- calling channels, challenges when you're up 27 or whatever the fuck they were. Unreal. But Brown had 21 second-half points in that game. They were rolling. And the Caesars are just going to keep doing that, right? So they beat the Nets. They beat the Raptors. A couple of divisional foes. Just put the fucking hurt on them. The Mavs! Jesus, so 35 and 30 for uh, Kyrie and Luca today. 44 and 27 were the other day. It's just hard to beat a team if they're always scoring 130 plus, you know? It's chaos. Their points per game is up to 124.1. The only team better than that is the Pacers, and they're just like, I don't fucking care, man. They're giving up 123. The Mavs are only giving up 117. That's pretty good for them. <laughs> I mean, it's like the third worst, I think, in the West. But still, if you're scoring 124 every game and you just spent the weekend dropping 144 and 136, you're going to win a few games. Like, the thing to me that I did not expect from the Mavs so much was just the consistency across the board of going, 
Luca's going to score a bunch. Kyrie's going to score a bunch. But then we're not entirely sure. It's like plugging Derek Lively into this lineup and going, aha, rim protection. Aha, a big dude who can roll. A big dude who can, I don't know, just give folks a hint of confidence on defense that they're not going to get fucking embarrassed. But it's Tim Hardaway Jr. kind of just being happy off the bench and just scoring 18 points a game. It's Grant Williams. It's getting a little bit out of Derek, Derek Jones Jr. as well. And then Greeny and Exum, sex him up. They've looked really good the last couple of games as well. So it's a good spot at the moment. I'll tell you what, for the Mavs, if you're a Mavs fan, you're going to be absolutely fucking loving this because the way that they beat the Clippers, 144-126, to then turn around the Pelicans game that they won today, they 1 million percent lose last year. You know? And it did sort of look like it was going to, that was sort of like a little bit wobbly, but then they just were not. They fucking, they straight killed them. They got straight killed. So he got straight killed. And I think it was like 67 in the first half. They're up by an absolute shit ton. They're like up by 25 at one point. You're like, this game's over. And New Orleans got like close late, but it was like fucking no point to it. But the Mavs, they're just blowing the doors off teams. And it's sort of coming from everywhere. Like you have Derek Lively pitching in. Like Graham Williams did fuck all in this game today. But... You had Greeny hitting the fucking scoreboard with 13. Six for Exum. Jaden Hardy. He's doing all right too. They have just... I thought it was going to be positional redundancy. At the moment, it's actually being... Working in their favor to have that redundancy, right? Where if this guy's not hitting shots today, somebody else will at least sort of step up. That's awesome. Massive weekend winners there for the Mavs. Just got to keep it. Point in the right direction. Orlando! That's right, the Orlando Magic, man. Loving them. God, they're fun. They're frustrating. They're young, but they're fun as shit to watch. Just Palo Bancaro and co. Franz Wagner. Palo is 20. And he had 26, 12, and 5. And they kicked the shit out of the bucks. It's pretty good. He turns 21. He turned 21 today, I think. So they're 5 and 4. Very nice. Without Fultz playing as well, there was a couple of... Good games between he and Franz where they sort of figured shit out. I like it a lot. Let's get to the two interesting ones. Houston and the Wolves. Houston. Talk about weekend winners. They just rattled off. What's that? How many is that straight now? Six straight wins for Rockets. They started 0-3. And I think the secret very clearly is, and the bit, look, they're not going to keep just winning everything, but they beat the Nuggets. They've beaten the Pelicans. It's a big weekend win. It came after beating the Lakers and then kicking the shit out of the Kings a couple of times. Ime Udoka. It's like one of those things of like, yeah, Dylan Brooks is a shithead, but if he knows that Ime Udoka is going to kick the fuck out of him and maybe bang his misses, like, <laughs> that'll keep you in line. I'm just saying, the thing for me that I find wildly frustrating about the Rockets is that free Jabari, Jalen Green's inconsistency is just going to kill you. And he has these flashes in games where you're just like, he is awesome. But because they've because they got Brooks, because they've got uh, your man Fred Van Vliet, you know, they're able to sort of weather these bits where he goes like, what was it today, 1 of 13. And Brooks isn't exactly like, you know, ball hoggy enough at the moment, which is great. And I feel like it's just the fear, the fear that Ema Udoka is going to root his misses. So the Rockets are fun, and it's all because of Shingoon for me. It's just Shingoon time. 28-3, uh, 23-8-5 today. Looked unreal. Talk about making the leap and most improved player. Like, 
He's averaging a 19-8 and 6. As I said, Joker from Wish. That's incredible. It's legitimately stupid. I love him. He's great. He shot, what, 11-15 against the Pals and 9-18 of 18 against the Nuggets today. Legendary gear. Uh, but the Rockets, they're playing together. They're playing kind of fun. They're not shooting themselves in the foot just yet. They are the sort of weird regression candidate because I don't know if defensively they'll be able to stop other teams. And like, It looks like some good teams like the Nugs and Co. will just go in there and go, ah, we're going to beat Dallas. It's fine. And then they get punked. That'll change pretty soon. But the Rockets, fun. And the Wolves, they've also won six on the trot. That is absolutely psychotic. They're playing out their ass. And that's because Ant-Man is legit. They're just beating the Warriors. They held on against the Spurs. They beat the Celtics the other day. They look awesome at home because uh, I believe they're 4-0 at home. So, yeah. Then they just went on the road and beat the fucking Warriors. And it was because Ant-Man went, I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of you. Like, basically how he rolls. He is taking a leap. He looks incredible. Cat, as sort of like a number two, you can forgive him a lot of his uh, bad shit if he just sort of understands that, right? And just go, Cat, we need you to kick the fuck out of the Spurs today. He's like, all right, sweet. Drops 29 and 12 on him. 28, 7 and 5 in that game for Ant-Man as well, though. And then against the Warriors, you're like, hey, Cat, we know that you're shitting on the big stage, but I don't know, Ant-Man's going to do the heavy lifting. Can you have a good game? He's like, oh, yeah. 21, 14, and 3. That's awesome. I love that sort of uh, aspect of Cat. So the Wolves, they just have dudes on that team. Naz Reed, McDaniel, Kyle Anderson. It's just there's a lot of dudes that fill a lot of fucking niche kind of roles, and it's just working. Good job. Uh, the Knickerbockers, they've steadied the shit with three straight wins. Miami have won five on the trophy out of nowhere. The way they handled Atlanta then squeezed past the Spurs uh, was pretty cool. Wemby against Miami looked unreal, but still. There was a moment where Duncan, Robinson, and Wemby uh, were up against each other, and you're like, Duncan, Robinson, Wemby. Hey, that's three Spurs number one picks. Nice. Uh, and then Portland. Oh, but Jim, they lost. Don't care. They've got the Great Barrier Reef. How's that? You lose your man Time Lord. You bring up the Great Barrier Reef, and all he does is fucking kick some ass and take some names. What a legend. All right, what about some losers? Oh, is this just the James Harden section, Jim? Uh, yes. We're not losers. No, you two are winners, big winners. When I grow up, I want to marry a big winner like you guys. Shut up. Losers. Loser. Losers. Uh, before we get to the Harden and the Clippers bit, uh, teams are a little bit like, oh, geez, the Detroit Pistons have now lost eight straight. It feels like they're competitive in a lot of these, though, which is kind of nice, but it is still now two and nine and eight on the trot that they've lost. That's pretty losery. They keep fucking up and making the same mistakes, it feels like, but look, they should turn the corner at some point. They're just still weirdly unbalanced. Uh, the Washington, look, Kevin Knox, he's going to pop up again in a second. Look, he's not a big and he's not a point guard. That's good. The Wizards are losers. They lost two on the trot. Never looked like they were in that Charlotte or Nets game. Uh, other losers, the Bucks. What? Yep. No, Dame. They've lost two in a row. Giannis is playing his ass off, but Middleton looks fucking just a shell of himself. They lose that Pacers game the other day. Then they lose to the Magic Man 112.97. And we're never really in that game. Like, Giannis was awesome, but no, 
They're five and four. Lost two in a row. They're going to be okay, but geez, the defense is shocking gear, man. I'll tell you that much. Uh, other losers, uh, I'll tell you. The Phoenix Suns, yeesh. Tough losses. They're four and six. Beal. Talk about dudes who look cooked sometimes. You're like, ah, I know that he was hurt. I know he's a bit underdone, but I've never been wildly impressed by Brad Beal. Prove me wrong, Bradley. Prove me wrong. The Pelicans, yeesh. Five straight losses. Talk about losers. I mean, they're winners because they can just play Dyson Daniels as much as they want. But And he was fucking awesome today, right? Dyson Daniels comes out, kicks some ass, has a career high. And then you have just the rest of the team. <laughs> it's not great. Not great, Bob. Not great. Because Zion and Spindles Ingram, it just never feels like they're ever going to hit like the peaks that either could probably hit individually. When they play together, I don't know why Spindles doesn't quite mesh with Zion. It's probably because Spindles doesn't take enough threes. Jordan Hawkins is, like, launching him. He took nine shots today from downtown and had ten points. Dyson Daniels was pretty good, but this team just feels funky. There's something stinky in your lens, and it's like, yeah, CJ McCollum's good, but it's not lose five on the trot good, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like they weather the missing of Spindles or Zion better than they do CJ. He's basically their point guard, but god damn. Something's rotten in New Orleans. Oh boy. Uh other ones, the Warriors. The Warriors, two losses, and you have those moments, as I mentioned earlier, right? Chris Paul. I mean, you go, oh, he's limited. Yeah, because he's old as fuck. What are you talking about? His strengths are just sort of alright, cool. The non Steph minutes, we're gonna win these minutes. And then suddenly, if you have a couple of bad games where you don't win those minutes and you get fucking cooked and there's no one else to back him up and everyone's standing around going, hey, Steph. And he's like, yeah. And they're like, save us. And he's like, oh, man. And he dropped 38 today. It's crazy. He's outscored all other players in the Warriors by at least five in all 11 games today, uh, this season. It's the most, the most to start a season since MJ did it in 87-88. Like, that's... Loser vibes if you just can't have one game where Steph doesn't have to do fucking everything, you know? So color me a little bit concerned about the Warriors. It was why I was a little bit like, they're fine. They're cruising on. They're still 6-5, and five, but they've lost the three straight. The losing at home worries me. And just like the lack of options outside of like, if Clay's not really vibing, he's still just a little bit goosed. Draymond's just a fucking lunatic. And Moody and Kaminga, they'll have these games where you're like, yes, they figured it out. And then they'll have other games where you're like, oh, have they played basketball with other people before? I don't know. It's a strange one. All right, finally, though, oh, yeah, I think that's it. Was there another loser I'd written down? I thought there was. No, maybe not. Suns, Pelicans, Warriors. I mean, the Grizzlies got a win today. That was good. The Jazz, they got a nice one that they needed. That's about right. What am I going to do, dunk on fucking Charlotte? Oh, I don't have the time for that. All right, the big one. The Los Angeles Clippers of Los Angeles, California. This is horrible. There's no other way to put it. That's what they're all thinking when the James Harden experience is rolled into town. Oh, God, they're bad. Like, Kawaii. It's just sort of like... <laughs> <laughs> he does not look like he's having fun. This team looks dog shit. Three and six. They've lost five on the trot. James fucking 
that and hasn't won as a clipper yet. They've got these horrible jerseys that they wore today where it just says clips. How is that not like, I don't know, sponsored by sport clips? I don't know, but three and six, the clippers like like dog shit. The thing for me is like it's very clearly, it felt like it was working with Russ. And Harden as like, hey, James, can you do this sort of connective tissue thing and just move the ball, move without the ball? And he's like, nah. <laughs> he was so horrible today that it was legitimately hilarious and he was trending for hours. He looks a bit chunky. It's like, yeah, oh, man, I don't know. I never had a preseason. Why is that, James? He's like, oh, well, I was away for personal reasons. Hanging out with strippers in Houston isn't personal reasons, Mr. Harden. It's like, well, it is to me. It's like, huh? Each to their own. It's also like those weird things where you go, yeah, Bones Island, not playing. T-Man's back now. Norm Powell scoring 20 off the bench, and they still look like shit, the Clippers. Like, if you can't beat a Grizzlies team, it will basically be like, yep, Jaron Jackson Jr., Desmond Bain, and Marcus Smart, <laughs> Jacob Gilliard. Like, it's just... It's worrisome in the absolute extreme. Uh, if you look at just like their raw numbers, right? So across the board, where they s- sit, really, in terms of like defensive rate rating and all that sort of stuff, um, the way, even just like the real basic ones, right? Of like, how much are you scoring? And the Clippers like, oh, yeah, not much, man. We're not really scoring that much. It's like, it's a bit weird, actually. Why can't we score, bro? And you're like, ah, no one's entirely sure. 113.8 points a game. And you're like, all right, so uh, what are you giving up? And they're like, oh, well, I mean, we can always, like, rely on our defense, right? And it's like, no. In fact, you can't. <laughs> giving up 111.8 points. And if you do just a little bit of, like, actual defensive rating... Offensive rating is sitting 12th at 112.9. Defensive rating is sitting 14th at 111.3. It's just, it's gross. It's horrible. And Harden is not helping them whatsoever. The plus minus when he's on the court is fucking atrocious. It's hilarious. And I think the biggest thing for me as a weekend loser is like, ah, it's fucking hilarious to see everybody just dump on somebody all at once. I'll get to that in a second. But amazing to see. That's definitely a weekend loser. All right, what about NBA Australia approved performance of the night? <laughs> That's not a knife. That's a knife. Uh, that would be Tyrese Maxey because he had a career-high 50. The way he brought up the 50 with the step-back three, bang, place just absolutely goes chaos. It was fun as shit. It was the dagger. Maxey, you legend. 50 is massive. He's going to pop up again later, but the way he did that, was absolutely unreal. And I think we had a great year now last week about how the Sixers are playing like with a bit of spark and they're fun and they're kind of cool to watch. It's like that's a bit of Nick Nurse, but it's also because they don't have James Harden. Maxie's out there. He went 20 of 32 in this game, 7 11 from three. He had 50 points, seven rebounds, and five assists. He's had three blocks. Maxie's a weapon. I love him. Meanwhile, Embiid had 37-13-7. and 37-13-7 in that game. And I barely noticed. <laughs> I was just watching Maxi. This dude's going to be an all-star. He might be all-NBA. 
Like, he is that good. Addition by subtraction. Piss off, James Harden. Simple as that. Uh, honorable mentions. Luca, 44 versus the Clippers. He fucking owns them. 17 and 21. 6 and 9. Nice from three. Uh, then backed it up again with the win uh, over the Pals with the 30. And then Ant-Man with the 33 going up against Steph. The way he did it, though, he's taking no shit. He's like, I'm not afraid of the fucking old-ass Warriors. Look at me. I'm going to kick the shit out of them. I'm Anthony Edwards. Just imagine if basketball was actually my favorite sport. Nice one. Spud of the night. Spud, 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 I'm sort of flying by the seven of my pants in this one. Is it good? I hope so. Uh, a couple of spots. We had Jalen Green with a one for 13. Again, if you had him in fantasy, couldn't be me. Bloody hell. Uh, it broke your heart, but otherwise, he's had a pretty good season. Uh, one of 13 today was brutal. PJ Hamilton Washington went one of eight, uh, as did Harrison Barnes, as did Tari Eason. We had two of 12 for Teo Maladon, three of 13. I mentioned him earlier, Haywood Highsmith and the OG Ananobi against the Celtics. Brutal. Three of 15 for Triple J. Jaron Jackson Jr. the other day, four of 15 for Scoob, Scotty Barnes. I mentioned Paul George with the three of 12. But in that Clippers thing that I just sort of, I went, you know, hammering tongs on uh, your man James Harden there for a second. Yes, he was shit. But the one thing that you sort of forget in this game today was that Kawhi wasn't that great. Six of 16 as well. Paul George had seven turnovers. Like, it's not helping anybody when it's just all this shit. But, of course, spot of the night has got to go to 11-point man himself. James Harden, 4 of 12 shooting, 1 of 7 from downtown, 4 rebounds, 3 assists, a turnover, a minus 28. And I'll tell you what, he might go for the tr- for the fabled hat trick here because he's going to go spot of the night. He's going to go... Old mate, no mate. 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 This is the second part of the hat trick. Old mate, no mates. It's James Harden. Everybody is just like, this guy sucks. And the thing for me is like, it's rare that we have these occasions where everybody's piling on someone who's playing like shit. But the thing is, James Harden has built up so little goodwill. There's nobody defending him. Like, nobody is on James Harden's corner going, Nah, man, just trust James. It's going to be fine. He's shown time and time again he'll get through adversity. No, he hasn't. It's literally the opposite of what he has done. And that's why everyone's like, oh, this is fucking hilarious. Look at this, dickhead. Demands three trades. Guess the Clippers going, finally here. I am the system. And then proceeds to pants himself. I am the system, goes out and airballs the three, which is amazing, touches the soles of his shoes, launches a contested three, airballs it, amazing. Gets the balls back and then gets fucking swatted into oblivion by Bismack Biombo. Absolute amazing gear. And the absolute classic hat trick of James Harden going, spud of the night, old mate, no mates, and pantsing of the night, because he was that shit. That's incredible. The touching the soles of your shoe as you're dribbling behind the three-point arc, taking a contested three that you airball, you then get the ball back, you try a floater off the baseline, it gets blocked by Bismack Biombo in the year 2023, and then there's a goddamn shot clock violation. Oh, you better believe that's a Panson. Goddamn. All right, better than Lonzo Ball. Oh, oh. 
Lonzo was the best player in high school. He was the best player in college. You think you don't get to the pros and be like, I made it to the pros. Now I can be average. We're coming for everybody. Coming for everybody. I'll tell you what. I still believe Kevin Knox. I believe 18.7 of 8 shooting, 4 of 5 from 3, 3 rebounds and assistant steal. I love him. Also, Dyson Daniels. What a great game from Dyson Daniels today. He goes out and just rips off what basically his career high ever. Played his ass off. Looked incredible. 17 points. Dyson Daniels, you legend. And, of course, better than Lonzo Ball. Do I breathe? We'll talk about him later. But uh, good gear all across the board. How about the magic tweet of the day? Let's press the button. Oh. What words of wisdom does Irvin have for us today? I love him. A good magic tweet. Heartbreaking loss to the Seattle Seahawks today. Defensively, we couldn't come up with a big play to stop Seattle during their last two drives. That's it. <laughs> what do we say? Thanks, Magic. Great job. All right. Finally, dickhead of the week. Dickhead of the Week! Uh, well, it is the Draymond Green Memorial Dickhead of the Week Award. Uh, and the Dickhead of the Weekend is... Uh, we'll check notes. Draymond Green! That's right, getting kicked out in a crucial game against Cleveland. That's right, Cleveland. Cleveland! A team he's got some history with. Uh, but Donovan Mitchell basically shoved Draymond Green after he Draymond had shoved him. Draymond was basically trying to be a bully. And Donovan Mitchell's like, I'm not taking your shit, fuckhead. Piss off, old man. And you're like, uh, I'll check. That checks out. Like, uh, Donnie got like a common foul. Draymond gets a second T for precipitating the thing with an earlier shove before that. And he gets booted. It's amazing. And then he has the goal. The ab- the bloke who's out there kicking dudes in the nuts left, right, and center. Draymond goes, yeah, I'm the same person who got suspended from the NBA Finals for flagrant fouls that were called from after the game. Nothing surprises me. What? The flagrant fouls that were called after the game? When you were punching dudes in the dick, Draymond? I don't know. Maybe if you just controlled yourself from fucking trying to kickbox LeBron James's fucking foreskin into his chest. What are you doing, you dickhead? Have a fucking sook, you dickhead. Uh, <laughs> ah, it's all good. He's good. Uh, let's do some ENRs right after this. This is Cam Glidden. This is Anthony Drimmick. This is Mitch McCarran. This is Jason Kiddie. This is Daryl McDonald. Hey, guys. This is Hugh Greenwood. Yo, what's going on? This is Ellie. This is Mark Worthington, or commonly known as Wertho, and you're listening to NBA Australia. You're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. And you're listening to NBA Australia. you're listening to NBA Australia. Let's do some Nas, brought to you by the NBA Australia Shop. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. Wear it. Get your merch, get your merch. Get your merch, get your merch. Yeah, do it. NBAAustralia.com slash shop or just click through on the socials. Nice photos there. Got to pay for this fucking dog insulin somehow. Uh, <laughs> that's all right. Uh, let's do some Nas, Zach B. Should the Knicks trade Robinson, Randall, and Josh Hart and a couple of first rounders for Embiid? Yeah, nah. I mean, yeah, they should. Unfortunately, they've missed the boat. Uh, there was probably a little bit of a moment there where the Harden, before Harden got traded, where you probably could have like swung in and gone, hey, what do you reckon about this for Joel? And the Sixers would be like, mm, I don't know, maybe. 
But Daryl Morey, though, I just don't feel like he's going to go with the... If I don't get a star back, like, or a really awesome young dude, there's no way I'm trading Embiid. Because the Knicks probably should have. And the problem is, like, both Embiid and Cat, probably your sort of top two targets if you're the Knicks, are both playing really fucking well on really good teams. And those teams aren't going to trade them. So, yeah, a bit tricky. Like, this is the thing. Like, it doesn't matter what happens the rest of the season, essentially from here on out, right? The Sixers and the Wolves will be able to look back at the start of this season and go, yeah, we had it clicking. It's going to be fine. doesn't matter. When we get to the playoffs, we'll be able to do that again. Even if, like, all the evidence is to the contrary. So, weird one. Uh, Zach B also had an unpopular opinion of the day. Is Brunson the new CP3? Yeah, nah. He kind of... I'm going to say nah, just because he's not quite the absolute floor general CP3 is. But I think he's probably one of the, what, three most closest things we've got to a CP3 of point guards like under 28, under 29, under 30. Because you sort of think about CP3 like, oh, there's Brogdon. There's maybe like Conley. But like they're getting up there in age. Brogdon's not crazy old. Whereas Brunson sort of runs a show pretty bloody well, similar ways to CP3. But I feel like Brunson can hurt you a lot more offensively than Chris could. Even though Chris Paul vaguely underrated as a scorer, and his heyday was fucking so fast. And Brunson, though, sort of has a little bit more of the package, but yeah, just not quite the absolute playmaking savant vibes of Chris Paul. So uh, we had a good one as well. Hey, Jimmy. Yeah, nah, are you worried the rise of Chet and Jalen Williams will push Giddy out of OKC? His numbers are down as of recently. Yeah, nah, nah, look, I'm not worried about that. I think it's just a, uh, this is literally a case of uh, get everybody on the court and figure it out, right? That's kind of the vibe. Uh, That was a good one from uh, Zach as well. And it's just, I'm not worried about it too much. I'm more worried about Giddy and the shot and the free throws. Like, the threes have not been dropping at all. He just clanked one today, and I'm like, what the fuck was that? The lack of free throws is kind of... That's a thing that'll kill you real quick, though. Like, that's the Ben Simmons downswing as well, when you're just like, oh, man, not getting any free throws, just getting those free points, and not being afraid to be at the free throw line, that's fucking absolutely crucial to me. So, I worry more about that than the presence of Chet and Jalen Williams, because... We know that Giddy can be the absolute connective tissue on that OKC team, right? The ma- the maestro, he and SGA, I feel like fit really, really well. If Giddy can just sort of solidify the defensive game a little bit and be an absolute fucking menace on defense, just up those rebounding and assist numbers, and he'll be fine, and then the offense will follow. Uh, yeah, now nah, we're getting on the tins for the one thousandth show. All right, this is the thing. Hit me up real quick if you're thinking, if you, what do you reckon a live show? Could we do a live show? I could pull together a really quick one somewhere in Melbourne. So if you're around, sing out, and we might get onto it. Unpopular opinion of the day. Now look at me, please. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look. The naysayers like, oh, what? Every time you screw up at work, should you get fined for it? I mean, if I kept doing it all the time and my output resulted in dumb fuckery happening, yeah. Because $10,000 fines for refs fucking up and getting rescinded stupid texts for no reason should be real. We got another one today. Ant-Man flexes into the crowd basically 
And just because there's like someone in his vague feel of fucking vision after he completely demolished Dario the homie Sarich and put him into the crust of the earth, which is another pantsing of the night, like Airman let out a roar and got a fucking t- he's not do he's not showing him up. Literally, I don't want to see a tech for showing up an opposition player unless they're literally putting them on the ground and teabagging them. Like, what are we doing here? It's a game of emotion. The dude just fucking dunked on a guy, hit the ground, let out a roar to the crowd because he's fucking, yes, that was sick. And everyone else is like, that was rad. You know, you know what nobody thought? It's like, God, oh, geez, I didn't like how he then was like, oh, that was good. Fuck off. Shut up, nerds. Blow it out your ass, ref. Fuck. All right, what about Outback Tokyo? Press the button, Jim. It's Monday at our back, and you know what, what we're having? <laughs> yeah, nothing, because Jim's finger's all fucked and he's out of the kitchen. Jesus. Uh, so this is now sushi rolls only at Outback. That's right, the great Australian delicacy. The nori roll. To be honest, it's kind of weird when you go to the States. You'd think they'd fucking love fast food that's, like, simple and easy to eat with your hands. They are a bunch of fucking animals, don't get me wrong. But somehow, they've never figured that out. Morons. So, today, full-size sushi rolls only at Outback. And today's Flame Grill take is, the Clippers will miss the plane at this rate. Even if they do make the plane, they'll lose to the Rockets in a hard enough. Only at Outback. That would be absolutely amazing. All right, Australian player watch. Uh, no Box Hill Benny. Last couple of games have been sitting out with his back. Uh, Rock'em, Sock'em, Block'em, Jock'em, Landale. Had an okay sort of minute and a half out there against Denver. He had one rebound, one foul in two minutes. Didn't bother the score as elsewise. And then against the Pelicans, he played seven minutes, went 0-2 from the floor. He had three rebounds. So he hasn't troubled the uh, scorers of late as the rooster, but... He'll be right. Uh, what about Jingling Joe Ingles? I mentioned the Jingles uh, streak of like scoring ones, hitting one shot in a game. He has uh, done that in, I think it's four of his last five and five of his last seven. Uh, so over the weekend, he had the game against Atlanta back on Friday down there in Mexico City. He went one of five today, oh, yesterday against the Bucks. Uh, for five points, he went one of four from downtown, but he went two or two at the line. He also had five assists and three rebounds. And that's the key thing for Jingles, right? He just keeps the ball moving for that Orlando team, and they need that so, so much. <laughs> it's like hilarious how much they need that, actually. Yeah. Anyway, what about Giddy Up? Giddy Up. up, up, up. Uh, I told you, the numbers for Gids. Trending downwards, he's now at 12 points, 5.7 rebounds, and 4.6 assists a game. On Saturday, he went 6-10 from the floor, 0-1 of 1 from 3, 1-1 one one at the line. He had 13-4-5, and 5, and they lost that game. Today, he went 10-6-10. They won that. He went 5-12 from the floor, 0-1 of 1 from 3, and took zero free throws. Like, that's the shit that worries me the most. But what I do like is the two blocks and the two steals. So when he was actually up there and causing havoc, that's when he was playing that little bit longer, and he's played the five minutes, and you get the win because he's contributing across the board. This 10-6-10-2-2. Two two. You love to see it. What about Greeny? Josh Green. Oh, I've got to bring back Greeny's green thumb. Uh, in that win over the Clippers, he played 18 minutes. He had three points and three assists. He went one of four, all of which were from downtown. And then today, played 28 minutes. He had 13-2-3. and three. 
Awesome game. 13 points, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, 5-11 from the floor, 3-7 from downtown. Green is crushing it. And there's also a bit of uh, the Dante Sexum up Exum. How good's he been? That's right. Sexum has had these nice little flashes the last couple of games. But 18 minutes against the Clippers, he had 8 points, 6 assists and 2 rebounds. 2 or 3 from downtown, 3-7 from the floor. I'm just saying, are they showcasing him for a trade? Uh, 6 points, 1 rebound, 1 assist, a block and a steal. Today against the Pelicans as well in 13 minutes. Bloody good, I'll tell you. In that same game where we had Greeny and Sexton, we also had Dyson, the vacuum Daniels. That's right. Dyson Daniels looked unreal today. The 17 points, a career high. 7-12 from the floor, a career high. Three made threes, a career high. To go in, uh, what, three or six shooting. He had nine rebounds and four assists. He was awesome. Absolutely legendary gear today. Thank you, Dyson Daniels. The vacuum. Legend. Uh, he had 10-10-2 as well against uh, the Rockets on Saturday against the Rooster. He went 2-6 from the floor on that one. Oh, 3 from downtown. But went 6-6 six six at the free throw line, which was beautiful. He also had a steal. Uh, not bad. Good size. What about Paddy Thrills? Paddy Mills. How are you feeling about this, Jim? Yeah, not great. I just want to see Paddy get out there and cause some havoc. And he copped another did not play coach's decision again on the weekend. So blow it out your ass, Hawks. You're killing me. And you're killing him, man. The good news is, what else did we have today? Oh, that's right. We welcome Duop Reef, the Great Barrier Reef, the Grim Reefer himself. You better watch out for his urethra. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to work that into a nickname as well, don't you worry. Uh, the Grim Urethra. There you go. Uh, so in the same game, Aussie Matty T obviously played. He had 20 minutes. He was awesome. 14, 2, and 3. He went 4 of 8 from 3, 5 and 9 from, down, uh, from the floor. Two rebounds, three assists, one steal, and two blocks. you love that. Matty T. Causing havoc. Good shit. Uh, but the Grim Reaper comes out in his NBA debut in 14 minutes, has 11 points, 3 rebounds, and 3 assists. 4 of 10 from the floor and 3 of 10 from downtown. So that leads us very nicely into... Great moments in NBA Australia stat history. You better believe it. This is, I believe, the fourth best debut for an NBA Aussie in the history of the league. Uh, we have a fine tradition of zero-point debuts for the Aussies. Uh, Jingling Joe Ingles, zero points in four minutes. Air Bearstow, zero and three. Kung Fu Thon, zero points. Jack White, zero points. Uh, he had a steal. Thon had one rebound. Air Bearstow had a turnover. Dally, one minute, zeros across the board. 42 seconds for Bangers. He did have a 7-9 and nine in his second game. Uh, Outback Shaq, Nate Dwight, had zero points and one turnover in his debut. Hammer had zero points in 24 seconds, which is a bit of a surprise, really. Love Hammer. I reckon he would have gotten six points. Uh, zero points, a foul, two assists in three minutes for Dyson. Cookie had two rebounds in five minutes and zero points. Bradkey had zero points in 1.54 minutes to go with one turnover. Uh... Anstey, zero points, a block, one turnover, and a foul in a minute 47. Luke Longley, big Lucian, zero points in four minutes with a turnover. Patty Mills, Patty Thrills, zero points in a turnover in 1.37 minutes. Uh, I think Greeny got two points in three minutes. Creaky had one point in two seconds, which was incredible. It was a free throw. One point in two seconds, amazing. 
Uh, one, one, and one, and one for Jock in four minutes. Aussie Matty T, three points, one rebound, one assist, two steals, two blocks in 21 minutes. He also had five fouls, Matty T. That's uh, pretty amazing. Uh, Rowdy had three points in three minutes. Luke Schenzer, that's right. Fan of Shaq, fan of Pants Shaq. Four points, one rebound, and three fouls in his debut. Four points, two rebounds, one assist, and two steals for Gazy. Not bad. The GOAT, the Grey Mamba. Sexum, Dante Sexum up. Exum had five, one, and one in nine minutes. Giddy had four points, ten rebounds, and three assists. That's when we get to the top four. Dorp Reith with 11, three, and three. Not bad. Good size for the Grim Reefer, the Great Barry Reith. How about Big Dave Anderson, friend of the program, 11, 5, and 1, 4. I think he was on the, shit, what was, was he on Houston for that one, Dave? I can't remember. That's very weird. Dave Anderson, I think it was on the Rockets, if I'm not wrong. Let's find out. Because now this is in my head. (laughs) Let's go. Uh, Who did he play in that first year for? I think that was the Rockets. Because then he ended up, yeah, it was the Rockets. 11 points, 5 rebounds, and 1 assist in his debut. Bloody good. Number two, Andrew Bogut. 13 points, 9 rebounds, and 3 blocks. And at number one in your NBA debuts, 18 points, 10 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, and a block. For Ben Simmons. That's right, Boxhill Benny. Before he was afraid <laughs> of everything. So Duop Reef comes in fourth in NBA debuts for the Aussies. There's a bunch of other ones out there, but they're all zero, so I don't have time to go through all of them. Andrew Gay's Grand Mumber really quickly, just because uh, it's a great stat. Andrew Gay's Grand Mumber. Really quickly, Maxi had his 50 today. It was awesome. Absolutely awesome. He's the second youngest player in Sixers history to have a uh, 50-point game, which is crazy. He's 23. <laughs> because Allen Iverson had 50 back in 1997. Jesus. Against Cleveland. 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 So, yeah, Maxi was awesome today. Absolute chaos gear. What a legend. Way to go, Tyrese Maxi. My man. All right, Patty Mills Game Day, Buller Game Day Twitter check-in. Let's see what's going on and uh, on and on and on and on in the world of Patty Thrills, Patty Mills. Uh, not much from the looks of it. Well, there's the Boomers tweeting out Duop Reef going off. 11 points, 3 rebounds, 3 assists in just 14 minutes. You better bloody believe it. I enjoyed that. Let's check to see if Patty has done anything. And no. Oh, well. What about Jock? <laughs> what about Ben Simmons? No, nah, Benny's still got his funny photo of his big coat. You'd love to see that. Uh, Jock, let's go. Rock him, sock him, block him, Jock him, Lando. Oh, there you go. Preseason H-Town. Just a couple of uh, bit of art things. Nice. All right, let's quickly do some game previews and get out of here. Game previews. Game previews. Thanks, inadvertent Bane. Not a problem, Jim. How's it all going? Well, I've broken my finger, so not great. Uh, as you can tell, this one's gone a bit long. Talking out my ass. I've got fuck all notes because I can't type. Uh, it's quite sore now because I haven't had some neurofin for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, the actual end of the finger, like the joint, it's got the Fracture on the inside, like the top half of that. So she's pretty fucking painful and swollen. So 
It's not great, but anyway. Uh, tomorrow, we went... Actually, so let's quickly, because we've actually got the uh, picks spreadsheet on this one. Uh, we went 7-11 head-to-head today. We went 1-4 yesterday. Not great, but we went 5-9 and nine against the spread on Saturday. I've actually got to do the totals for this after a couple of weeks, but we're doing we're over well over 500, so doing pretty good. Uh, tomorrow, we have Washington at Toronto. I'm going to take the Raptors at home, minus 9.5. It's a big line. But Washington, the team where it goes sideways so quickly. And Toronto are the sort of team where I don't really expect them to, after, especially after a loss in the way that they lost that Boston game, for them to come out and just, like, take it easy, you know? They did only beat the Spurs by seven, but that was in San Antonio. If they're at home, like, this is the team that beat the shit out of the Bucks there. Uh, it's also the team that lost to the Blazers there. But I'll still go Toronto. I trust them a lot more than I do Washington to even get the backdoor nine and a half cover. So give me Toronto minus nine and a half. The Knicks at Boston. Ah, ha, ha, this is great. Because you know who loves playing against the Boston Celtics? That's right. The New York Knickerbockers of New York City. An amazing head-to-head matchup. Uh, Boston beat them. What? That was opening night, wasn't it? 108-104. The Knicks have won the three games prior to that. I'm going to have the Knicks plus eight and a half. It's a big line. Boston coming off an absolute shit pumping of the Raptors. I think the Knicks can at least make them work. You got the extreme zinger meal. Bit of revenge, but I'm going to go the Knicks plus eight and a half. See how they go. Chicago at Milwaukee. It's our gonkman for the good land. Uh, the Bucks are seven and a half point favorites against Chicago. I'm going to go Chicago with a plus seven and a half. I can't trust them. I don't like them. They annoy the shit out of me. Oh, actually, no. They played today, didn't they, against uh, Detroit? Yeah. And the Bucks will have at least a little bit of extra rest because they played Orlando yesterday. They're at home. I'm going to go back to the Bucks. Yeah. But Milwaukee without Dame at the moment, it's hard to trust them. But the Bulls, god damn. At least with... Brook Lopez against Vooch. You've got a nice sort of center matchup. The Bucks should be able to limit this. And who on Chicago? Oh, actually, now I'm talking myself into Chicago because I don't know who on Milwaukee is going to stop both DeMar and Levine. Let's go Chicago plus 7.5. Fuck it. And then finally, Cleveland. Go to Sacramento. Minus 2.5 favorites on the road against the Kings. Uh, Cleveland are playing really well. Well, they won that game against the Warriors. It looked awesome. I think I'm going to take the uh, the Cavs. They're playing substantially sort of more solid hoops than the Kings at the moment. So, yeah. The Kings are just so weird to get. Like, without Fox, you'd expect them to be better. The way that they won that game uh, against... Who did they beat yesterday? Sacramento. Who did you beat? They beat OKC. They've had a couple of days off. I'm going to trust Cleveland still. Famous last words. That's right. Good games, though. Toronto, Washington, Knicks, Boston, beauty. Cleveland, Sacramento should be an absolute ripper. And Chicago, Milwaukee, that's the uh, the old uh, Giannis throwing motherfuckers into the crowd showdown. That's a good one. All right, we'll be back on deck tomorrow as well. That's it for today. Make sure you're following NBA Australia on Twitter, Face IG. We're all, like, we are ramping up the socials, just FYI. We're going to be doing heaps of shit, so... Hopefully lots more little videos of me. Stats guy might pop up some more as well. Uh, check out NFL Australia, myself and Gaz. Absolute chaos week in the NFL this week. It was all five game-winning field goals today. 
Bloody hell. Uh, check that out. Subscribe the same way you do to this one and rate and review it as well. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, whatever you use on your Android phone. Rate, review, star, or I'll fight you. Uh, get around NBAstrain.com slash shop. I'm not a fighter type. I've got a busted finger. What are you going to do? Hit a bloke with a bus- broken finger? Come on, don't do that, man. Uh, NBAstrain.com slash shop. Get your merch, get your merch. And big thanks always go to From Oslo for the intro and outro song. As well as House Hats, Joshua De Laurentiis, Fascinated, Gold Mines, Ramshackle Army, Iowa, Sex Today, Green, 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 and Dozers for all the tunes you hear throughout the show. Smash them on Bandcamp, Trip Gen Earth, Facey, Apple Music, Spotify. Remember, NBA Australia supports Australian bands, so should you. We're going to do a really, really quick deli review because I got to get the fuck out of here. All right, we'll catch you tomorrow, you dickheads. This is NBA Australia saying, How good's the Grim Reaper? Dyson Daniels, you little beauty. All right, look after yourselves, would you? Later, hosen. How the fuck are you? Just your old mate Dally over here, just swinging by. My latest pop culture view. Look, I think, I don't know. I saw it a while ago and I watched it again on the weekend. But my latest pop culture review is like that Super Mario's movie. Because it is fucking awesome, man. It's like got Donkey Kongs and shit in it and fucking Mario. Because I used to fucking play Nintendo all the time, you know. Like I was hanging out in Maribar, sitting on my parents' fucking living room, fucking floor when I wasn't playing basketball, playing footy out there for Maribar High and shit. And like, I fucking love fucking Mario 2, Mario 3, fucking Mario on the DS and shit. Fucking obsessed with it, you know? And like, then it all came to life in this big movie. I'm like, this is fucking awesome. You got Princess, you've got all the Koopa Troopers, you got Bowser, those motherfuckers. I'm like, I'm obsessed with Mario Kart and shit as well. So when the missus like, hey, should we watch the Mario movie? I'm like, fucking yeah, we should. I fucking love that movie. So put it on. I fucking love that movie. It gets like 27 out of 10 Deli ones because it might be the best movie I've seen this year. Simple as that. All right, there you go. That's it for this week. Go watch the Mario movie, fuckheads. I'll catch you next time. Later, fuckos. Deli out.